Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Yeah, how you feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Happy Friday, boys and girls. One question, one question only. How do you feel? Well, I feel good and I'm doing well. Hey, that's all that really matters. And we take you inside the final hour of Mraz here on the DA show starting on Monday. He walks down the hall to begin his tenure as part of the new afternoon show on WFAN. So he's just far enough away to where he won't be part of our show, although he's close enough to where, as Joey Waller described, if he farted in that studio, we could smell it over here. So he won't be that far. Uh, Coming up the rest of the hour here on the show, we've got the half year of the buffoon, which will kind of act as our epic fail today. So Pete the Body has pieced together the best of the last seven months of Mraz, and uh, we'll play that coming up in about 20 minutes. And then in 40 minutes, Mraz has the floor. He gets to say his goodbye. We just had an awesome Mraz moment. Here is Pete and I over the course of the last couple of weeks planning and plotting. What do we do in the final week? What do we do in the final show? Who do we have? Mystery guests and this audio and this clip and this stuff. And then we thought the big enchilada, the big farewell was, let's get Mraz's family in here. Okay, so we organize Bob and Nancy. His sister's here as well. We have them come in. We have them in the newsroom. And I'm like, I'm going to film Mraz walking out of the control room to see and be shocked by this and maybe break down in tears or something because we know he's known to be a blubbering mess at times. He walks out of the control room. They are standing there in the newsroom. He walks right past him and runs to the bathroom. And I'm filming him from behind. (laughs) Like, where is the sentimental, hey, everybody, it's so good to see you here. It was just a beeline of the bathroom. What happened? Because yesterday (laughs) I was late getting back because your wife was on the line. And I've been drinking this huge drink that Pete got me. And I didn't want to miss the beginning of your soliloquy. Okay, we'll, we'll that bypass again. that. But you were not surprised to see your family to even say hello? There were several indicators I had, especially, and I just remember this one, on Monday when I joked around on Twitch, I'm working from home Thursday and Friday, and my mom, who has to be on Twitch, immediately texts me, you can't do that. You can't work from home on Friday. There's something special planned. <laughs> That's amazing. So let's go to the beginning, okay? When I was working in Boston, it was under the CBS radio umbrella, 
and I was doing nights there. And in October of 2012, I got a call from corporate and they said, hey, we're thinking about starting or we are going to start a, a national network based in New York City. We think you'd be a good fit. Would you be interested? And I said, absolutely. I had a great run in Boston. It was nearly four years, but I'm from New York. My family is here as a chance to go to a national uh, syndicated network. And I just said, whatever it takes, I'm there. It didn't matter what the shift was, what the money was, what the situation was. I just, I said yes to all. So they asked me, okay, great. We'll get some paperwork together and we're going to launch it in January. So I had a couple of months heads up. And during that time, they'd ask me, do you have a producer that you would like to bring? And the guys that I worked with in Boston were all from Boston. And that was their dream job. And so they said, you know, thanks, but... Uh, but we'd like to stay here. And the guys that I worked with in Kansas City were from Kansas City or had moved to other parts of the industry. And so they were like, thanks, but but I'm good here. And so all the people that I'd worked with had roots where I had worked with them. So I came here to New York and said, I don't have a producer, so let me know what you think. And the bosses said, there's going to be three candidates that we think are good in-house part-timers. We think they're ready for a full-time jump. We'd like you to sit with each one of them and think. let, let us know what you think. So I sat with the three, all three, all three were very good candidates, but I sat with Merez at the time, Sean, and I just had a series of questions that I was asking, you know, who's a producer that you admire in the building? And, you know, who, what are some of the things you think make a good sports radio show? And uh, I said, who are your favorite teams? And Merez said, well, my favorite team is, is the Giants. I go, yeah, okay. Well, again, my dad's a huge Giants fan. I grew up in a Giants household too. He goes, yeah, I mean, I'm like a really huge Giants fan. I said, well, how huge? And he raised up his sleeve and showed me the tattoo. It's a big NY tattoo. And he said, I, I got this the night before the Super Bowl when they beat the Patriots. I was drunk and I got the tattoo. I was like, you, what if, if they lost? And you were like, I, I don't know. What, I just I had to get it. Oh, that's an interesting story. And he goes, and I'm actually named after a giant. I said, really? He said, yeah, Sean, as in the punter, Sean Landetta. I said, you're named after the punter? And Merez said to me, yeah, uh, my dad originally wanted Phil for Phil Sims, but my mom didn't like that name. And then he went with Lawrence for Lawrence Taylor, but my grandma said I can't be named after a drug addict. And I said, well, this is an amazing origin story. And for some reason, that just feels like the tiebreaker to me. That just felt like I feel like there's something here. I didn't know Merez as a producer, but I just knew there was already this origin story of something pretty incredible. Uh, and so we started working together, and I could tell that he was really raw. Now, I had come here after 10 years of radio. I had come here after journalism school. I kind of had an idea of what I wanted from the show, and so I had a game plan and an execution, and here's how it had to be done, here's how it had to be done. And one of the things that I, I rely on is my instinct of respect the audience. If you always remember that, then hopefully you never get too far off course. I can't say we're always great at that, but I try to use that as the North Star. Re respect the audience. Respect the honor of the audience. And the way that I used to do that was organization, discipline, specific, specificity, being specific about things, um, timing, all of these things, discipline ab about how you go about the job. And so there's a preparation, there's a, uh, a rhythm, 
there is a structure and you work within this structure to make sure there's always these kind of tent poles that you do to respect the audience. And I could tell Mraz came at sports radio a completely different way. That it was like, it was kind of meant to just have fun and argue and like let it all pour out. And so it took us a while to kind of feel out what was good and what isn't. But Mraz, to his credit, knew that I was the boss and my name was on the show. So we tried to do things that way. But it led to a lot of, no, it has to be done this way. It ha we have to be better. We have to be tighter. It has to be done a different way. And so that was like our original relationship. But as I got to know Mraz, what I realized was he had this amazing character trait which was to be completely transparent. There was nothing that was off limits, nothing. W totally willing to, to bring out all of his old garbage jerseys and wear them on national TV to be made fun of, including in front of his idol, Tiki Barber. He wore, at the end of 40 jerseys, 40 nights, or however many we did, a skin-tight, extra small child-sized Joe Morris jersey from his childhood in the 80s with his belly protruding, and it was the most humiliating thing you could possibly see. And there was Tiki Barber, one of his idols, that he took a photo with in the most humiliating uh, way, way possible. And it was fine. There was nothing we couldn't make fun of about him. He would make fun of it as well. He would never get mad if we poked fun. There was nothing that was off limits. And I was like, this is extraordinary. To put all of yourself on the radio, and it was fine. All of yourself. Now, you got to realize, in radio, it can be very vulnerable because we're here for three or four hours a day. And so you end up talking about life stuff yourself. And that connects you to an audience. But you tend to have a wall about certain things. You don't have to talk about everything. Mraz never had any wall. And I was just like, this is incredible. So we'll just keep mining this. Well, what else? Well, what else? And you, what you found as you peeled the onion was that you have the most amazing connections to things in life that may have happened, that you did, somebody that you know. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And so there's this amazing personality trait where you are totally transparent and can be vulnerable with also this background from a place that I don't really think is even a real place where Frank Viola comes to play wiffle ball at Bob's bar. And, you know, it's just like there's a connection to like Britney Spears's mom knows your mom or no, you know, Dina it, Lohan. Dina, like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Dina Lohan. Like it just it stops making any sense until you realize it's not supposed to make sense. This is just what happens in West Babylon, New York. Yeah, including this week. My mom went to school with a serial killer. There you go. We found out that there was a Long Island serial killer that was on the lam for 10 years. They finally ID'd him, and it turns out that that was a classmate of your mom. Yes. So, this, so there's that. So as I got to know Moraz, I went to a block party. Uh, I went to his house a couple of times for other things. And what I realized was he came from this amazing place, not only the town, but his family. And this is why that they are here today. It's because Bob and Nancy are incredible people as well. They are so giving that it's, it's extraordinary. They're an extraordinary family. And uh, I have great gratitude for the way that you've opened up your home to these listeners and when I talk about honoring the listeners, Mraz did that every day in his own way.
because he was totally himself. So when we go on the road to the Super Bowl or we go on the road to Final Four, we go on the road to, um, you know, Boise, like what you see is what you get. And that is of the highest, that's the highest compliment I can give. So that's why he's so effective. That's why he is so good at this is because there is no shell. There's nothing he won't talk about. There's nothing he won't share. And that's what his family does with us to Bob's bar. So people wonder, like, am I angry that he's leaving? Am I sad? No, it's none of those things. Because he deserves getting another opportunity because of that trait. And he's going to go to New York and do this. And he's going to be exactly who he is because he can't help but do it. Like, we're, we walk out to the newsroom yesterday, and he's shirtless with a baseball bat in his hand, with a backwards hat, and I'm like, it's already starting. He goes, I'm not going to be the food guy. I'm not going to be a clown. I'm not going to be Mraz. But you can't help it. It's exactly who you are. And my job here on this show and every show that I've ever worked on was to be the best point guard I could be. It's you find other people's strengths, and you try to illuminate that. So if it's, you know, a three-point shooter, get him the ball. If it's a dunker, get him in space. If we run up-tempo, run up-tempo. If we got to slow it down, slow it down. And play in the post. And it became really easy to just know that Mraz's talent was just being exactly who he is. So, I started to soften. And we didn't have to do everything the exact same way. We didn't have to book the biggest guests. In fact, sometimes I said, don't worry about the guest. We don't need one today. See today? We don't need one. Sometimes I would just go like, we don't need anything in that segment. And it was just because I knew that I came to work with guys that understood how to play off one another and to just be authentic. So Pete the Body and Bogish and I get to keep doing this, which is an amazing thing. You know, it's such a treat. Mraz was such a core part of this because we just all knew how to be authentic with one another. And what you saw on the show and heard on the show was exactly what we would be at Bob's bar or at the block party or off of work or in the newsroom or at my house for a barbecue, at Mraz's house for beers, whatever. It was just that that's exactly what it was. And there came a point where, no joke, I said, probably at the end of last year, I said, this is not going to last forever. It's not because I said, <clears throat> you don't get this in radio often, if ever. You have a 10-year run with somebody and these group of guys that you work with that you just love, and you go, it doesn't last forever. At some point, something happens because talented people move on and the business churns through and changes. And I kind of was like, might be the last dance. You don't know. You know, not that we're the Jordan Bulls, but just like you don't know when it's going to end. And so in the in the winter, I said to Mraz, I said, let's, let's meet. And we met in one of the production rooms. And I said, all the stuff that I've told you over the years, I said, forget it. I said, just be yourself. Just do what you do. And I said, it's going to be great. I just know it. 
And so I just dropped all of the like, hey, we need to do this, we need to do that. I was like, just go. Because I saw what the, the listeners, the audience responded to. And it was amazing. Like, if you just sat back and let Mraz do press, it's like ridiculous. Which leads to him pooping in his pants on the air and admitting it. And admitting it. Like, now who would do that and then admit it and <laughs> just like you would hide it, you would lie about it, you would do something. And he just won't. And like that thing is just the secret sauce. That thing. So, like, this is an awesome day. It's awesome because Mraz gets to go and be who he is on a bigger platform for him with a bigger role and more money. And, like, it's it's a special, special thing to watch that. And I said this when we got the news. Talented people move on. Talented people get opportunities. Talented people, they, they get promoted. And we got him for 10 and a half years, and the next guy that steps in or the next woman that steps in is, is going to be great because we got amazing candidates, and we got a million uh, resumes from what Pete tells me. Uh, I get the triple buy into the final, so we'll see. But uh, from what I've heard, we've got incredible, incredible candidates, and I'm excited about whoever steps in here because we're a family. We'll always be a family. Mraz will always be part of the family. But for those that are looking at this like, ah, Man, it's such a bummer that he that management pulled him away. It's such a bummer he's got to go do that. It's such a bummer that you can only hold on to somebody for so long. And Bogus kind of alluded to this. Like, talented people get chances. Talented people move on. Talented people get other opportunities. So this was inevitable in a lot of ways. Now, I thought it was going to be Tucson. <laughs> Ends up being New York. Better winters. I thought it was going to be with a baby. Ends up with Tiki. So these were... <laughs> I, I, I misshot a little bit with my guess here, but Big Baby in the Landfill was the precursor to, like, you, you don't get this forever. These, these are magical, magical shows and times. And uh, that's the outpouring of this, this show and these listeners. And so you know, we will continue to do what we do, which is honor the audience. And you are allowed to be sad and be angry or whatever for Mraz to move on. But just remember, at the end of the day, we're all thrilled for him. And we're thrilled because the loyalty of this show, you know, begat this. And I say this all the time. We are not here without this audience. This audience found us during overnights and said, this is a really good show and told the affiliates, this is a really good show. And our bosses were like, oh, I guess something is going on in the overnights because they were not listening. Who is up at 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. on the East Coast as an executive? They were not listening. So they're like, I guess the affiliates like this show. Let's put them in evenings. And then the alien spoke again to the affiliates. I really love this show. I really love this show. And the bosses were like, maybe we should move this to mid-mornings. And then the, the listeners, again, we love this show. We love this show. And they said, maybe we move this to morning drive. And that only happens if you do this every day with a certain feel and an authenticity. And that authenticity... We'll never lose, but Morass had it in spades, in boatloads, in buckets. So even though they're going to say, it's Sean Morash on the fan, and even though you'll be working with Tiki Barber instead of us, and even though it's drive time on the legacy sports radio station in New York, and you'll be banging about the Yankees relief core and about, you know, the Giants special teams, and there won't be... Uh, cheeky 
uh, silly, corny sound checks and years of the buffoon and the, the 12 DAs and death by sauces, all the silliness that we do, even though there won't be those things, you just got to be morass because that's what got you here. That is what got you here, just being you and dipping into a bucket of something that few, if anybody, has. And again, I'll just bring up, like, your most famous moments on the air, crying over Derek Jeter retiring, crying over the Ryan Callahan trade, screaming bloody murder over a week one win over the Titans, and then soiling yourself. These are the most famous moments of yours. What a legacy. As well as hours of this silliness of where is uh, where is that state? Uh, Boise is two hours past Cleveland. Um, you know, they speak Egyptian in Brazil, right? All these things you did because you were so transparent, so honest, and so vulnerable. You didn't care that everybody was like, you have to know that. You didn't care that everyone's like, you're crying over that. You didn't care that you were like, people that you're that happy over a week one win over the Titans. And because of all of that, people connect to you. They love you. They are addicted to that transparency because it's so rare. So you just have to keep doing that and keep no ego. That's the last thing. Mraz does all this without an ego. There's all this jealousy around because it's like, how does he keep getting all these jobs? But Mraz does not think he's better than anybody because of it. That's the crazy thing. And that's what makes him so lovable. And you can tell that through the air. Even though he's he's called himself a pop culture phenomenon, you know, he he is still so humble about the success. And that is, again, the secret sauce. Big heart. He's a showman. He's transparent without an ego. God bless. We love you, Mraz. Good luck. Sorry that I broke, but hey, I wear my heart on my sleeve as well. We love you. We'll, you'll always be part of the family here on the show, and uh, we'll take a break. But uh, the entire DA show audience loves you, rooting for you, and we are the same way here on the show. And uh, we're so thankful that uh, the clan can come out here, the fam can come out here and hang out with us as well. When we come back, the half year of the buffoon. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Asiago Ranch Chicken Club. So that's a spicy chicken patty, a slice of Asiago, the bacon, the lettuce, tomato, the ranch dressing on a Kaiser roll. Then you go into uh, two Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers. And the key there is if you just do a Junior Cheeseburger Deluxe, they go onion, pickle, ketchup. But the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger goes lettuce, tomato, bacon with mayo, which I think is a better delectable uh, item there. And then obviously you go the four-piece nugget because the bar- Wendy's barbecue sauce, I do think rivals McDonald's barbecue sauce and the best of the best root barbecue sauces. But the barbecue sauce really is the item there. The chicken nugget is the vehicle. And, of course, there's going to be French fry there, medium size. And then I usually go vanilla frosty of late, although I do understand the old school chocolate. People like dipping their fries in there. Not me. I'm going to eat it straight after. That's where I would go. Okay. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. All right. We're putting the finishing touches in the next half hour on this show. And... What would it be without a year of the buffoon? Now, we're only seven full months, not even, into the year, but there still is plenty from 2023 that we have chopped up. Pete the Body has been stewing over this, mixing the cauldron in the back laboratory, and out pops the half year of the buffoon. Not Steely uh, Diggs and Nash songs. Oh, that legendary '70s <laughs> rock supergroup, Steely Diggs and Nash. Jr. knows them. Is that a law firm <laughs> or is that a wrestling tag team, Pete? By the time you get to 50 or over, like an Andy Reid, older, when you're big like that, Husky takes on an umbrella meaning. It's stronger. It's it's tougher while being you know fat. It's just not as his repertoire. It's not as what. <laughs> I'm doing really bad today with the words. Yeah, just today. Repro... Repro-pro. Rep... Yeah. No, you're definitely Peter Jennings. <laughs> I know, I'm like choking and panicking because I can hear you're the buffoon in real time. <laughs> Repro... Nope. Toir. Repertoire. Repertoire. Uh, that's good. And we should also just let everybody know, FAQ means facts and questions. Oh, it's not frequently asked questions? Yeah, it is frequently asked questions. So it's not facts and questions. I should have just Correct. kept my mouth shut on that one. I think now he's right. It's probably as frequently asked questions. Frequently asked when questions. He should never have a sweater tied around him with the gator thing. You know, whatever that little gator logo is. I think that's called Lacrest or Lacrosse. Lacoste. Lacoste. Why the heck not? Let's get the day started with David in Columbia, Montana. David, what's up? You're that's, on. That's Missouri, sweetheart. I mean, for the record, I don't even think there's an O in Missouri, and that's M-O. There is. Yep. M-I-S-S-O. URI. Okay. I could have done better. I didn't love doesn't help not having radio highlights. We only had the TV to go by. Uh, I wanted to play homage to the Capri Sov stuff, but then I added the new Capri joke in there. Uh, I wanted to play homage 30 days in November. June, April, September. 31 days everywhere else except February. That's 28 except for that extra day every four years. <laughs> We're well, sacrificing chronologies for rhyming purposes. They have one playoff win since Dwight Eisenhower was the president. One. One. I didn't even know Dwight Eisenhower was a president. Is that right? I know. I've heard the name Eisenhower. We have a park on Long Island. I knew there was probably, I didn't know his name was Dwight. Uh-huh. 
Oh, so you had no idea he was a five-star general in World War II. Nope. Now, I look back, and I don't think I needed the open-faced hot turkey in third grade. <laughs> I think that led to a lot of problems cholesterolly. Winning that first round this year for the Maple Leafs, Maple Leafs felt like they exercised some sort of demons where they won't have that, you know, pig on their back next year. Pig going. on their back? What is it? What do you say? What uh, monkey on A your monkey back. on your back. Wrong Adam. <laughs> you know, I was at a, a very uh, delicate hormonic age as far as body toning goes. <laughs> Not a word. Let's be honest. And I, you can bring in an eco... Uh, physicist in here anytime you want. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ecophysicist. Can we book one of those guys? <laughs> Whatever. The ones that study the animals. That that those people. What's your best guess, Moraz, on how the human body, specifically the male body, can grow so much hair everywhere else except on the top of the head? I mean, obviously it's something molecular, uh, for sure. What was uh, that one? Um, Within your blood, we all have testosterone as, as males, right? I think that I have a lack of testosterone flow. I mean, probably at times throughout my whole body, but specifically the top of my head. And I don't think that I'm getting whatever mixture of, like, that that hormonic, hormonic, you guys are laughing, but I'm serious, testosterone, I don't think it pumps to a lot of bald people's heads. I didn't know that music thing you guys knew either, the, the what, the Molly Vanilla? The Millie. Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. Molly Vanilla. While the rest of the station's going to be at Radio Row... We'll be hosting Radio Foe. I still don't know, but I'm trusting you guys. I still don't get it. Well, Foe means fake. Okay, so it has nothing to do with the Phoenix abbreviation in the airport. You mean P-H-O? No. No, nothing to do with that. Foe, F-A-U-X, means fake. You pronounce that Foe? I thought it was Fouts. So, but are we going to spell it PH for Phoenix? Like no. Radio Faux, but spell PH? <laughs> no, I don't think you so. can. A U X. I don't know why. I don't know why the spelling of Phoenix would be necessary. How would you spell it then? It's in Phoenix, <laughs> the Phoenix Convention. So you guys are missing that whole avenue. Oh, yeah, okay, well, it. how would you spell it then? P H A U X. I know I need to go to history classes and religious classes, but if Mary and Joseph had the Immaculate Reception and then we got <laughs> Jesus Christ here, what are you laughing at now? Who was around before them making pancakes? It doesn't make sense. I think you got Franco, Harris, and Mary and Joseph making Mixed up well, what was the Franco Harris play named after? It was the Immaculate Reception. The take on the Immaculate Conception. <laughs> All right. I, I need to shut it down. <laughs> you think forever <laughs> or just for this morning? I really need to go read a book. <laughs> <laughs> that is only six and a half or seven months of content. Imagine <laughs> what we would get for the next five to six months. That is your half year of the buffoon. Uh, and watching poor sweet... Nancy, to listen to her son say those things twice, head dropping into hand, shaking her head in disbelief. Marez's family is here in the studio. And Nancy just cannot believe, cannot believe some of the things that came out of her son's mouth. All of them shaking her head. Not her fault, remember. Not her fault. Pete doesn't schedule the bad workers. (laughs) Nancy didn't make Sean like that. (laughs) Bogue says headlines. Uh, And DA, for my last update with Sean, it is full of stories he loves to hear about. Like tennis. Now, some of the ladies are playing this week (laughs) in Palermo, Italy. Oh, hey. Uh, (laughs) Top-seeded. Daria. With a straight set win over Tatiana Prozorova to reach the semifinals. The men, meanwhile, up in Newport, Rhode Island, hiding from DA's father-in-law, John Isner. Tommy (laughs) Paul 
played today's second quarterfinal. And then there is golf, round two of the Open Championship. Brian Harmon, a 6-under 65 today. He's your leader at 10-under. He has five shots clear of the field. That is still Tommy Fleetwood in second place. That 5-under from him came yesterday. He is still hours away from beginning his second round. Rory McIlroy trying to get further up that leaderboard. Eh, so Rory so far today, even today, even for the tourney, he's through 16 holes here in round two. Jordan Spieth, an early birdie. He's minus three overall. Phil Mickelson have another bad day, plus three through 15, plus nine overall. So that's a miscut for Phil across the Atlantic. Uh, and now soccer, day two of the Women's World Cup. Spain scored three times within six minutes in the first half to route Costa Rica three zip. The Philippines lost in its World Cup debut, two nothing to Switzerland in a scoreless draw. For Canada and Nigeria, 9 Eastern tonight, the U.S. takes on Vietnam. And finally, uh, Bob the Deli Man himself told Randy Levine to cut Josh Donaldson in a <laughs> Yankee Stadium elevator earlier this season. The Yankees didn't listen, and now Donaldson is hurt again, unable to save the Yankee season. Donaldson and his right calf strain transferred to the 60-day IL yesterday. Mid-September is now the earliest he can return, increasing the likelihood that he is done for the season. DA, back to you. All right, Pete, why don't we queue up our piece here as we go out to commercial break? Because when we come back after this, Raz will have the final say on the show. So we'll come back after this musical number. This is the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. How do I say goodbye to what we had? The good times that made us laugh outweigh the Ask him yeah. what players' wives was he driving home? Yeah, really try to pick apart that. And I have no problem telling him to his face he's a fraud. And I, if he plays Mr. Nice Guy, it's time for a beatdown. Oh, Uncle Sean, he's ready to throw down. You better. You better play hard. Oh, I'm playing hard. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. chicken, lettuce, tomato. You hear the bags crumpling in the yeah. back of the microphone here. Yeah. And we got french fries. The fried smell is delicious right now. This is what I'm looking for. I, I mean, I'm still waiting. I got going to be ketchup chewing on a knife here. <laughs> you know, play the bit. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. And I'll take so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Day. 
I guess you uh, on part of the Outside the Cage podcast. Is that correct? Fringe member? A groupie. An Outside the Cage groupie. How about that? So, yeah. is is a lovable character, if you will. And now, I've been on the DA show before when I brought the steak fries in. Right. Okay. So, when we were in night, you brought the steak fries in. Correct. It's so hard to say goodbye to DA. Only radio show where listeners are invited to their childhood homes. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. All right, 45 minutes past the hour. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. You can always listen to us on hundreds of affiliates nationwide and also on Sirius XM Channel 158. We've had an emotional morning of remembrances and all these cool clips we've been playing as Mraz wraps up his tenure here on the DA Show, which we're very Proud of him for, and I'm uh, getting all these great messages on Twitter and on the phones and on Facebook. And there's always one who has no idea what's happening on the show. That would be Inferno <laughs> Agony. Inferno Agony, Gary tweets, Hey, Target Demo Friday, listening on the Odyssey app, dumping trash for the city, watching opening night of Slam Ball, the first place Orioles, and gaming all weekend long. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. <laughs> Well, at least no. you know the show moves on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what the show has been about. Has not tuned in. Just wants to let us know. He'll be watching Slam Balls opening night. So it's a big Friday for Gary. <laughs> big Friday for Gary. Responding to a post, the goodbye post of Sean <laughs> swinging away on the dolphin. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. So as we wrap up here, Moraz has last licks. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess I'll thank a couple people. Um. I, first of all, my wife, I mean, the whole run, 10 and a half years, I started not married, got married, had two kids somehow with all that, you know, swimming with dolphins and everything, and um, absolute backbone. Not easy when I'm not home every night overnight for two years. Then get promoted, honey, not going to be home for dinner two straight years. Middays, early mornings, I became a real grouch coming home. And more importantly than that, I mean, part of the transparency – and this goes for my parents and, and sister and sisters. Never once, hey, can you stop talking about that on the air? Can you not bring up the kids on the air? She, without question, um, and my, my whole family, absolutely awesome about that. They know that whatever happens is going to come out on the radio, <laughs> and there's never once been a moment of that. So um, that's a huge part of it. So, and, you know, Danielle, if you're listening, thank you, and... My parents as well. I mean, geez, my dad, sports. All, I mean, I'm not this, not growing up listening in the car with him. Um, Little League games, everything is great. Now, you guys, uh, Bogues, I was really, really mean, so I want to say I'm sorry for the agent thing. <laughs> in general or just that? Well, that, that specifically. <laughs> I mean, we knew each other, but maybe we didn't know each other as well when I did that. And your mom still hates me for it. She um, does. But you're great at what you do, and... You are the perfect, in a good way, people have called you a square, but like the perfect square component to everything. And I do believe there was something with this show missing that got that with you. I really do believe that, and I thank you dearly. Pete, I'm not going to look at you because I'm going to lose it hysterically uh, crying again. I'm looking at the screens. Um, I mean, you're my brother in there. You, I don't have a brother. I have, uh, you know, brother-in-laws and sisters, but you were the closest thing over the last five years. 
you know, figuring out how to be dads together and uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what else to say. Then, you know, we've shared some of our deepest, darkest secrets with each other. And uh, whether you're grumpy, nice, whatever, I love that. I, you were like a box of chocolates and I'm going to miss every morning with you, man. Uh, and of course, before I thank the cap, cap hasn't gotten enough attention to this. And I say this seriously. Part of why I think that the company has recognized my abilities, talents, whatever you guys want to call it, Kaplan's ability to cut these videos and put them out into the universe, I mean, honestly, how much stuff would have gone unnoticed that only our diehard radio listeners would have had? It's true. Cap has had so much of a positive influence in the growth of my career, more so than he even realizes, and I want him to know that that's, that's not unnoticed. And, uh... Of course, I'm breaking. DA, thank if, you. If I broke, then I now you've got to break. I, I set the tone. I listen to a lot of sports radio, both here, other networks, locally. It is very easy for a host to just be a host, do the show themselves with you know some callers and tweeters, and have a producer back there, a board op over here, an update anchor over here, and... Outside of the first two months of the show, when you soon realize Schwartz wasn't the guy you could totally rely on, um, you had an insane ability at understanding that different voices mattered and character development mattered. And that day that I interviewed with you, if I don't get paired with you, I'm sure I would have ended up at a full-time job somewhere along the line in this company, but... I really highly doubt that my character would have ever been able to grow and shine and my personality came out and I... I don't believe I'm in this position now with my own money if it wasn't for you, <laughs> frankly, not being selfish. You were not selfish. And not a lot of hosts would be like that. So you taught me. You you helped grow me. I was 26 when I walked in these doors. I'm 36. I own a house. I got two kids now. I've, I grew up here, man. And uh, you were like a hybrid brother and father to me. And... I'm looking forward to listening to the show, but the absolute worst part is not seeing you every day. I'm going to miss the heck out of you. And then just lastly, the listeners, you guys could have all hated me. Some of you do. Some of you still don't or still do, whatever. But the amount of, again, I said this, messages and everything that's come in, just knowing that what we do every day matters and, and seeing the reaction from some of you guys, social media could be really powerful. I, I love every single one of you and I will, will I will I'll miss you greatly I love you and goodbye well said Mraz well said we all feel the same exact way man and uh it's been a hell of a run it's been a freaking hell of a run and uh yeah you just you know if you work in media long enough Bogues um you've you've been to other stations and other networks and you just you don't know when things will click, but we tend to just really click really well, and um, the listeners get it and they appreciate it, and so it feeds us. And that type of thing um, is hard to replicate. But when you got it, you know you know you really got it, and we've had it for a long time with Moraz. Yeah, and we've we've joked about how many morning shows have been in this spot <laughs> yeah. on the network, but uh. you know there's a. Hey, uh, there's a reason why <laughs> this is the one that's been the longest now and is not going anywhere anytime soon. And, um, you know, I, I appreciate everything Sean just said. I'm very thankful for both of you guys for welcoming me into the family because there's a lot of show before me and Pete. We're sitting here waiting for you guys. Um, 
and it's been it's been remarkable and i'm sad that this part of it is over but the next part's going to be fun too yeah so we we have to get you as our mole here in the studio in the newsroom for that crossover yeah. what's happening is Mraz still a locker room leader, which he has fancied himself for a long time? I mean, the first test will be when does he actually get here for that show? <laughs> because I'm out of here by like 103. So if he starts cutting it less than an hour time to first pitch, so to speak, like he does in the morning here, then I might miss it. But if he comes in when he should be here, theoretically, to prep for that 2 o'clock start, I'll plenty of time with him. Now that there's Mraz money, do you start buying the pizzas for the board ops and for the tape <laughs> ops? And, you know, you got to be a locker yeah. room leader. I milked one last Dunkin' Donuts order at a Pete's wallet today. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I probably, you know, right. we'll, see, we'll see what happens. Uh, if there is a piece of advice you would give the next person that would take your job. Be yourself. Hide nothing. I did it. It worked for me. That doesn't mean you have to be me. But if you hide anything, our listeners will see right through it. You just got to be yourself, relax, and... Eat it for the first year, and I hope DA. I hope you rub their faces. I had to deal with that for a couple of years. You go back to being pre bourbon belly. You for the first, you owe me that for the first year. So you want me to coach hard? Oh yeah! Remember all those Bill Parcells books you read? Break them back down. Stop watching Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, different tears from that producer. I want to hear about the pain and misery. I want them to come back to me. Hey Phil, I'll call the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> oh my god i mean and the the songs by he who shall not be named just what a what a perfect bow on this week it's i really want the album released <laughs> i want it so bad i didn't know another hit was coming today and he went on and yeah. on and on including editing work now he decides to work hard on the show i know it's amazing uh, this whole week, the cast of thousands has been great, and that's another part of this is that we've had so many funny, smart, interesting, sometimes not so smart people that have come through uh, the doors to be part of the show, cameos, voices, characters. So to bring them all back this week in some way, shape, or form was pretty epic. So we all wish Mraz a very fond farewell. He's just going down the hall, so he'll be part of the DA show in some way, shape, or form with some types of uh, projects or PGPs or something. We'll, we'll weave them back in, but uh, we will we will miss them, no doubt about it. Thanks to Sean Mraz, executive producer of The DA Show for 10 and a half years, the longest standing producer ever of The DA Show. Thanks to Pete the Body Bilotti on the Wheels of Steel. Andrew Bogish on your headlines. Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. And thanks to the Mraz that came by. I'm DA. The Mothership Disconnects. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 